Hi, this is David Steele of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from the guys at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Garrett, Mikey, and Paul. Go Magic! What's up, Magic fans, and welcome to this week's episode of Penny for Your Thoughts, the Orlando Magic UK podcast. Today is Friday, the 16th of September 2022. As always, well, not as always, this week we're joined by our friend Geraint, the uh, Cardiff Kuzma. That's what oh, Gary mate. told me we had to call you every week now. <laughs> oh, don't associate me with that clown. <laughs> <laughs> From one clown to another, mate. Uh, yeah, how are you, mate? Good, good to have you back on this week. Yeah, thank you, mate. Yeah, no, um, really enjoyed listening to the podcast last week. Um, did a sterling job, all of you. Uh, it's nice to be back. Um, we, we, we took uh, a trip to the theatre in Cardiff. My uh, wife got us tickets to see Friends, called the musical. So uh, that was an eye-opener. <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't the best, you said. Well, you can tell why why it wasn't in Broadway, you know, or West End, uh, and it was just touring. So, um, yeah, it, it was all right. It was all right, just a, a little bit too much in, in a few places. So, yeah. Good stuff. And from uh, Cardiff to Sunderland, as you call it, up north. <laughs> Gary, what's up, mate? How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, mate. I'm, I'm not on the cider. And um, I've also got no, no stories of musicals or pitchforks tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. So Gary's uh, filling in for Paul, who's a little bit unwell tonight. So he's not going to be with us, but he, hopefully he'll be back next week. Um, on today's episode, we're going to talk about the unveiling of the new Orlando Magic statement jerseys. Uh, Franz Wagner, who's currently playing for Germany in Eurobasket, which we'll get to a little bit later on and a little bit more as well. So before we do all of that, if you would like to help us do what we do, uh, the first thing you could do is subscribe to the Orlando Magic UK YouTube channel. Uh, the reason we ask is once we get to a thousand subscribers, we're a little way off that yet, uh, on the platform, uh, then we can then start to sort of monetize our podcast and that will help pay for everything we do with the website and the podcast and everything else. So if you could do that, that would be great. You can also use our affiliate links for the NBA store and Fanatics UK. All you need to do is look, click on the description in the link below or head to the website orlandomagicuk.com and you can find our links over there. Right, quick bit of magic news. Now I'm really going to bodge this up. I'm going to do a poll this week. So on Tuesday, the Orlando Magic announced that we've signed free agent Joel Ajay. Ajay? Close Anyone enough, mate. Correct me. Nah, happy with your uh, pronunciation there. <laughs> well done, Maggie. Well done. Uh, so Ajay started 29 games last year for Capital City of the G League. He's former teammate of Magic Guard Jalen Suggs at Gonzaga, where he spent three years with the Bulldogs. And he'll wear number 17 for the Magic. I'm guessing this is probably just a training camp invite, just to fill out the roster ready for uh, the start of preseason and training camp. Um we shall see. Any any quick thoughts, guys? He gets to wear the uh, famous number 17 of, of Jonathan Simmons, I believe. So <laughs> <laughs> big shoes. Which yeah. G, G actually said to us off air the other day that the worst jersey you've ever bought was the Jonathan Simmons jersey. Is that right? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Jonathan Simmons. <laughs> not? No. No, 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 that's a space jersey. I like that jersey. Was it just Which having Jonathan you... Simmons? No, because we, yeah. we were talking about the big baby, the famous big, big baby jersey being the yeah. worst one that I've ever purchased. And I think that one come up amongst yours. Probably, yeah. I mean, we went um, to Orlando that season, um, managed to get uh, that jersey uh, and a couple of others because I think it was just when Nike took over. It was our first... Uh, City jersey um, and I did pick Jonathan Simmons because he started the season very well but then it petered off didn't it so uh, yeah it's, it's a bit of a rare one to have uh, number 17 but I suppose at least it's not Brisdikis isn't it <laughs> have you got a Brisdikis one Gary in your collection not yet 
Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not I didn't. Yet. I didn't mind him. I didn't yeah, mind. You got a little bit too much hate. I mean, the guy's just doing his job. <laughs> I need. I nearly bid on the Lakeland one. I nearly bid on the Iggy because they had a Lakeland one up for him, but yeah, I Admiral was there, and I was like, "Oh, it's a, it's definitely Admiral." It's got to be done. It's got to be done. Well. Tonight's topic is all about jerseys. So if you've been living under a rock since yesterday, on Thursday, the Magic released the brand new Statement Edition jerseys featuring number one pick Paolo Banquero in some of their photos. Um, in their press release, it states, inspired by legends, this uniform is created for the next legacy of Magic Basketball. I actually thought that line was interesting. So maybe these jerseys are going to lead the way for changes in the other one, perhaps. Uh, the new uniform features the team's primary blue colour and black pinstripes as a tribute to fan favourite moments created by Magic Legends. The black star pattern cascades along the sides, paying homage to the uniforms from 1998 to 2003. The Magic Statement Edition jersey is a modern twist on a Magic Classic, stars and pinstripes. Uh, the uniform also features a white Jordan brand logo, a Disney patch, and they will debut at the season opener against the Boston Celtics, which Gary will be over in Orlando for. Uh, the team will wear the statement uniform for 10 home games this season, and it's the third of four uniforms in the collection this year. We're still waiting for the new City Edition jersey to be unveiled, even though there's a few little mock-ups online. So, uh, boys... First impressions, G. I should say Ga I should say Garrett really because I'm going to get you too confused tonight. <laughs> so good, yeah. Um, so obviously we, we saw the uh, the leak from the 2K uh, catalog, um, and I think we were all a little bit disappointed and thinking, you know, it's going to be better. Uh, but luckily, having seen the unveiling of this one, it is a lot better. Um, it's cleaner. Uh, you've obviously got the pinstripes. You've got the stars, which I know Mikey loves because that's his favourite blue jersey. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's a nice, fresh look. Um, I'll certainly be getting it. Um, originally, having been a little bit disappointed, like I said, about the initial unveiling. Uh, there's a couple of items that perhaps I would change, but maybe we're not allowed to at the moment. Um, so all in all, I shall definitely be buying this. Um, so, yeah, roll-on release date, isn't it? Gary? I love the green. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, um, it's not green. It, just so we know, it isn't green, and it wasn't one of those like eyesight games about what colour do you see or anything. Um, it was like the way they'd set the photography up, I believe, for it. But, um, yeah, what G said really about when we saw the 2K leak, it didn't look great. And I've got to be honest, the job that Nike's done on a lot of the jerseys that's come out um, this season, uh, I was really worried about what we were going to get because I, I think when you look, for example, what Golden State had and what they're going to, it's it's pretty worrying and Utah's jerseys, etc. So when I saw that 2K leak, I just thought, oh no, it's like a really lazy take. For me, um, as G said, there's certain things I think, for example, font that can't be changed. Um, I like the star print on the side. I think that's, for me, saved the uh, jersey because I think if they hadn't put that on there, it would have been a very, it would have just been like quite a lazy update, just like changing the colours and tweaking them of the of the black uniform or the old blue pinstripes we've had. But I like it. It looks quite clean. And I think the black pinstripes, when you've actually seen them on the jersey itself, look better than I thought they would. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I have to say, again, like you guys, when the first leaks were coming out from uh, 2K, it, it was pretty underwhelming, to say the least. And we saw Omar probably about a month ago, five, six weeks ago, had his own mock-up and the only detail and fair play to him the only detail that he got wrong was the fact the stars are black and not blue that he had on his original mock-ups um and it's not the first season that he's actually 
leaked some of these uh, designs. But I have to say, the more I look at it, it is really, really growing on me. Mm-hmm. Um, the stars, I mean, G's already said, I love the stars. The stars are my favorite magic jerseys of all time. Um, the way that they've actually changed, because we've never seen black pinstripes on a magic jersey, or on a magic blue jersey. So that's something new. It actually makes the details of the font and the numbers and the logos pop a little bit more mm-hmm. um, with it being the only white details on the jersey. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to get into like the history of the, the the statement jerseys in a minute, but first impressions, I really like it. Um, and I guarantee even if G didn't like it, he's still going to get a Mark Hill <laughs> Fultz one. So... Um, <laughs> That, that's a, I'd put my I'd put I'd put my money on that happening anytime. But uh, yeah, I think it's a really nice, a really nice design. Um, is it? Can it be improved? Yes. So I'm going to go on to my next question. I want to know one thing you love about it, and one thing that you'd change. Gary, um, I love the side panels with the stars on, and I would have the old magic logo across the front instead of the one that is there now. So classic think, magic. Yeah. Yeah. Um for me, I mean you've picked up on the font, um, but then also the number font as well. You know, you go back to that almost cartoony kind of you know squiggle of a number. Um, which is what, you know, Orlando's renowned for. Um, But I'm going to be controversial and say another thing. On the shorts, I always loved the star on each side. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they couldn't have done that. I mean, we didn't get it on um, this year's City jersey, but I did like what what we did on those. But the original star on the shorts uh, on each side, I'd certainly try and get them involved. Uh, so, I mean, I, I like, I don't know, I, I do like the, the black on it. I, I think it makes it, I don't know, cleaner. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, so no, I'll, I'll be there. First days out with my pitchfork, get my Mark Elfeldt's jersey. <laughs> it's it's 100% an upgrade on the one that we've had for the last three years with the plain blue ones. Um, I think you said, we had a quick chat earlier, G., we said that jersey kind of it felt like it didn't really know what it wanted to be with the little black panel with the few little pinstripes but it did have the star on the side of those shorts if they had found a way of including that on this that might have that might have made it a little bit better um yeah but yeah i i think everyone's going to say the same thing as soon as we get the chance to go back to the original fonts and numbers that will make all of these jerseys 10 times better than they already are. Um, I mean, another thing you could do, if you couldn't play with the the Orlando font, is you get a star into the A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just, it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think, like Gary said earlier about Nike, with some of the designs that they've come out with. I, I do think there are some designs and I'm just talking, I'm talking across the board and across all of the teams now where some of the designs are actually good. What really lets a lot of these jerseys down is the fonts. Like if you think back to like the, the two thousands, that era with a lot of those jerseys, for example, a lot of those jerseys were really good because of the logos and the fonts that the teams used. Now, if you if you just have a quick snapshot, a lot of the teams' jerseys now, they all just look the same, just in different colours. The fonts look similar. They're all very corporate very clean, very modern. There's not really much character to them, and I feel that that's the main thing that's lacking. Like I don't know if you guys saw, and I, I actually, it come up on my feed earlier have you seen the timberwolves new statement jersey yeah yeah have you seen the video that they released it with with i think it was like the northern lights or something like that yeah flown through minnesota and the unveiling of the jersey that jersey i think is actually very nice very clean the color scheme's good but the, the font just lets it down massively um i feel like a lot of the jerseys are like that for me 
but um the reckon with that font if you yeah. look at it very closely on the font that there's actually like um two of the letters go down slightly two v's try and like wolf the scene it might be like wolves fangs is what they're hinting at oh okay that was in a jersey analysis i think it was casey vitelli was saying it might have been the the wolves fang but yeah i think it was the 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 drop in the m and yeah. the v wasn't it yeah it was a little bit lower than the rest but yeah. even so that's pretty well, lazy isn't it and like what the what they did at golden states and utah's jerseys are just it, come on you know and, Cle- and cleveland cleveland yeah but they had so much to go off there. You know, they could have they could have just put together a load of Cavs jerseys and made really good jerseys. Utah, they could have just brought back anything with the the musical notes or the mountains on and they're on to a winner and Yeah. <laughs> just terrible. <laughs> and I think and and I know I've seen a lot of people comment on Twitter just saying just just bring back the old jerseys yeah. and, and look. The magic know what everybody wants. The problem is it's not just down to the magic to make that cool. I think Nike have a massive say in that. I think there's rules. Like we know the classic edition jerseys come out on an anniversary season every year. I think that there's rules around when and when they can't be used. So it's a shame. I mean, let's be honest, right? The NBA is a massive money-making machine. And, and redesigning jerseys and releasing them every year is a big part of the money that they generate. Um, it's just a shame because the classic jerseys for a lot of these teams is what makes the league stand out for me. Like you, you look at like you look at the NFL, you look at MLB, and you look at uh, what's the other one I forgot about? NHL. NHL. A lot of the team's jerseys every year stay the same or very similar. Yeah. There's only minor tweaks that they make. Like I'm a big Raiders fan. You guys know that. And part of being a Raiders fan is the the classic black and the silver and the Raiders logo on the helmet. That just makes the Raiders jersey. Like you know, if you look at that, it's a Raiders jersey, and you can go, you can look at a whole list of teams that are like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas the NBA, they've kind of lost that little bit of nostalgia for me um it would be nice unless, to see it come unless back. you're the boston celtics and you've got the same jersey you had in 1950 yeah but that's fine but that but you think of the two teams that you think of the two or three teams that everyone associates the nba with as being the most popular the lakers the celtics and the bulls the majority of their jerseys stay that that they they have that Constant. same sort of feel and that 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 same like you look at the Lakers jerseys, yeah, they're they're changing, I don't know, certain styles of the jersey, but they're still using the original font. The Celtics are still yeah. using the original font. As basic as the Celtics font probably is, that's always been people have always sort of linked that with them, haven't they? Um yeah. yeah. But yeah. So going on to the next question then. So this is, by my calculation, the seventh version of the blue jerseys that we've had since 89. So we had the original pinstripes from 88 to 98. We had the Stars jerseys, which I'm wearing at the moment, from 98 till 2003. Then we went to the plain blue jerseys, which Gary's got hanging up behind him with the single star in the neck from 2003 to 2008. Then we had the Adidas version of the modern pins, which Gary's wearing. Then we had the Nike version of the modern pins, which I've got here, if you're looking on YouTube, with J.I. on the back. And we'll talk about the details in a minute. And then the last three years, we've had the plain Nike statement jerseys, which we talked about with the little black side panels and the stars on the side of the shorts. So out of these seven including the New Jersey, where do you rank? How would you rank the seven? I, I didn't think you'd be asking us to do all seven. Mate. Yes, um, why not? I thought you wanted a top three. No, nah, let's go seven. Go from worst to best then. For me, undoubtedly worst is the one that we've just got rid of. Um, and I'd put it there because... As was said, I don't think it ever really knew what it wanted to be. And it just came off as 
it was saved by the shorts. If it was just the jersey by itself, I think it was quite poor. And I even think the side panel where it just had like the little box with the the stripes in that, it didn't even commit to that properly. So <laughs> I I just mm. I couldn't get away with that jersey. I, I didn't I preferred the one with the pinstripes on. I preferred which like this one and the, the one that followed. I preferred even the plain one because it knew what it wanted to be, but that one was just when it, when it got released. I just went, I can't believe that that's the the new Orlando Magic jersey. So for me, the one that's just gone's bottom. For me, the bottom one is that one Gary's got hanging behind him, the plain I, blue with a single star and the uh, secondary logo on the back of the neck as well. Mm. Um, I only remember that because I wanted a tattoo of the thing on the back of my neck as well at the same time. <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, it's that one. It's too plain and it's to do with the font. Um, we've gone away from what was the Orlando Magic font. Um, obviously, we had the, the the Stars jersey, which was, you know, a little bit more sort of cartoony. But then we went with this absolutely bold, you know, monstrosity of a, of a font. So uh, for me, that's the worst one. Yours, Mikey? The worst one. The worst one I, I, I'm going to say the same is that one hanging up with Gary. At least last year's, the, at least last year's had the start, like Gary said, the, the short save that jersey and it had some reminiscent of a pinstripe on it, even though it was on a, on a little black panel on the side. That one behind you is just a plain blue jersey with one star in the middle of just just like a token gesture is yeah. there. But there's no there's literally no other character to that jersey whatsoever. I had them the other way around. So I've got that one as the sixth jersey. Yeah. yeah. And then I've got and I, I just I just I don't know if it's the memories of T Mac. I don't know if it's the fact that where we started off with Dwight or whatever, but I just thought that I called the jersey that's just gone the Frankenstein jersey. There's there's happier memories with the one hanging up behind. Yeah, there is, but just the the one that's just gone is a Frankenstein jersey where it was just like a hodgepodge of everything. All right, so, so we agreed then. So the the plain two are are the bottom yeah, two. Yeah, I'm happy right. to go. With yeah, what's, what's yeah, fifth, I'll go with that. What's, what's fifth and fourth on your list then? For me, uh, fifth is the. Uh, Adidas uh, version of the modern pinstripes. Um, and then fourth is the Nike version of the same jersey. Um, I just liked the Nike one a bit better in terms of fit. Um, there was more pinstripes to it. Um, and I think I'm just more of a, a Nike kind of guy than Adidas. Um, so, yeah, th that's why I've got them in that order. I would have the Nike one. <laughs> in fifth for being, for being completely lazy. Uh, it was all it was, all it was, was just changing the neckline and adjusting the side panel slightly and adding some stripes really, like adding a stripe in really. So I don't even, I know it's, we've had this before more off air, but I don't even consider that a different jersey really when I look at it because I just think it was just Nike took over and made some tweaks. So I've got that in, I've got that in fifth and then I've got the new one in fourth. Okay. Interesting. Mikey? Well, I'm, I'm with you, G. I can't believe we're agreeing on this to start. <laughs> to start <laughs> What's going um, on? No, I, I, I like the cleaner version of the Nike pinstripe jersey compared to the one that Gary's got on. I, I think Adidas fitted better for me. But that's because we go to the gym and lift weights, Gary. We're not skinny little runts like Garrett. So uh, <laughs> it, it, fit, it fits a little bit more. Um, yeah, I, I just prefer the cleaner neckline mm. to to the Nike version and the cleaner, straighter side panels for me. And they've actually, and you said they they've added a couple more pinstripes in. It's mm. kind of a it's kind of an in between of the pinstripes between the originals. And what you're wearing, Gary, there's kind of like, they keep yeah. messing with the numbers of them. But um, yeah, I would go Adidas 5, the Nike version 4. So I do your third, in. Mikey? You get him first this time? My, my third is the New Jersey. I'm going to put that third on the list. Um, 
yeah, it, it, it's it's really grown on me. I, I I don't think it's it's a massive upgrade on the plain jerseys. You can't you can't get any worse than those. Um, there's actually a little bit more character in these, just in the design. The I would actually say it would be second. It could potentially be second on my list had they put original fonts and numbers on. I'm not saying it's going to be top, but I certainly think it could be a. I think it could overtake my number two if they just change that. But as it is, it's number three. Cool, Kaz. I've got this one. I call it. I'll say this is the Dwight one. So I've got that in a three. Um, it's associated with Dwight. I associate with the finals run. I associate it as the original take. Um, I remember when it came out, we were. I was happy. Um, to see the pinstripes had returned and it was a more Orlando Magic jersey than the plain one. So at the time I was really happy and I was I was happy with both uniforms. So I've got that one currently in third place and I just prefer the Adidas to Nike for the jerseys. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, lads. Um, no, I don't apologise, mate. Um so in three for me, ah, oh, this is tough. I'll probably say this new one actually. I was contemplating putting this in two, but until I actually see it, um, you know, get good feel for it, then you can't put anything over the, the two that we've all got remaining um, in this uh, rankings. So, but I, I feel that Mikey and I might differ on the next. Uh, or it might surprise you. What, right, what's your number two then? Number two is the Stars jersey. Um, I'm in obviously... agreement with you. Are you? Okay. Yeah. That's okay then. That's okay. Yeah, obviously, it's fantastic uniform. Uh, a lot going on there. Um, but you cannot beat the original. You just can't. Uh, it's our identity. It's got the, the font. It's got the Stars on the shorts. Um, I don't know how you can better it. I, I don't. I just don't. So, yeah, that's my one, too. Totally agree. I think yeah. the two, it speaks for itself. Pinstripe one, star print two. And I, I think I feel sorry, really, for anyone, kind of for anyone who's designing a new jersey, because I think our pinstripes and our star print jerseys. And I'm, I don't think it's Homerism here, two of the best sets of uniforms that there's ever been in the NBA. So straight away, you're trying to, you're battling against a legacy that you're probably not going to beat. You know, I, I remember the change from the pins to the, the stars. And I was like, I'm not really mad at that because it's, again, a great set of uniforms. Um, I do prefer the white star print to the blue though. Yeah. So here's a question then, Gary. Yeah. So if you think the original pins and the original Stars jerseys are one and two, mm -hmm. why is the new one fourth on your list? Because of the legacy of Dwight, the memories of going to the finals. Um, and when we had the jerseys, which were the plain ones, I, at the time when I can't believe we've done that because it looked like an attempt to be like a Boston or a New York team, just where it was like everything that had been Orlando or Magic was kind of sucked out of it. It was like a space jam on jerseys where we kind of lost our uh, ability. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> when we brought them back, um, it was like, it felt like we were kind of getting the Orlando Magic jerseys back again. The pins were there. And like I said off air, I, I remember when, the rumours were going around on Real GM and someone said that they'd seen the jerseys and they came on and they said, oh, one's got Orlando across the front, one's got Magic, one's white, one's blue, the pins are back. And then they said the, the difference with the pins is and they described it as like where they are shaped, where they kind of are, they bend out. And they said it's almost like a Superman nod to Dwight Howard with them. And when they came out, I was like, that's kind of what I had in my head and I was happy with it. Um, so, yeah, I, I just like the jerseys. It's the nostalgia feel. I think if we went and start winning, I was going to say, if I, I'll ask your opinion when Paolo takes Paolo and Franz take us to the promised land. Yeah, when when Cole uh, gets the game third, third time lucky when we get to the finals and we actually win one this time. 
Yeah, I think when 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 Cole's holding the MVP award in the NBA, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one one thing we got to just mention is we obviously haven't um, included the um, the classic, which was one of our city jerseys as a blue one because we were just talking about the primary ones, and that's why we haven't included it in these seven. But it's basically what you got on. It's just the Nike version of what you got on, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah. Um, so last thing then, so we've got black stars on the side panels, which is something we've not seen before, as well as black pins. And I think I said in the press release, the Magic said that the uniform's created for the next legacy of Magic Basketball. So is this the start of a slight rebrand? And do you think, would you be happy with flipping those colours around for the other two, for the white and the black icon and association jerseys? certainly be interesting to see what what it comes out at so i look forward to you uh going on uh your little uh app later mikey and just showing us what nah. what it could be um yes and no it, it it'd be exciting but you do kind of want the full rebrand don't you just with everything as it was so it remains to be seen when that is allowed, because I think Nike have got a contract till 2026, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't know if it's in the full terms um, and conditions with them. Uh, and we've got to roll with these for a couple of years. But I mean, like Gary just said, if we're successful and we're winning in these, you know, and everybody's happy, then um, just stick with them. Because if you think the black, the black's the association jersey, isn't it? I, can, I don't know why they named it like that, but that's what they do. If they they basically have to keep that the same, the only thing they would have to change as a major change is put no because it's got black panels because the black original the, the Adidas had a blue panel, didn't it? So mm-hmm. would they go back to a blue panel and put the blue stars on the side of the jersey, or even now white ones? I don't think would look the same. I don't think they would pop the same. If you had the blue side panels like on the earned edition. Mm-hmm might work then but I, I would make more changes if I was going to go for the rebrand yeah it's a subtle rebrand isn't it I I think it's a nod to that we're going to get star print in the full rebrand that's that's what I took out of it when I saw that it's coming back it's coming back hopefully <laughs> if if I was being if I was a designer and I've said this before, I would I liked what we did with our city jerseys last year where we had the why not us, why not now in the pins. Yeah. Now we'd do something like that, even taking that idea again, or the other idea being every player who's represented the magic, or every player who's played for the magic in the finals, their names are in the pins, including the coaches and the GMs. Like the Man United kit of um mid-90s, the blue and white one. Do you remember that one? I remember the kit. I never really thought about it that much. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's Mikey not buying it now. Yeah, I know. I know. So out of interest, boys, out of the three jerseys that we know of this season, mm-hmm. obviously this one, the black one, which we've all probably got, and the white one, how would you rank those three as they are? The new one's top of the list for me. Okay. Black, then white. And then you're going to buy a white one when we go to Orlando in October. Yeah. We're going to get on to that reason in a minute. But uh, yeah, that's probably the only option. Yeah. I think probably just because it's new, I would probably put the blue one at the top for now. And I like what they've done with the shorts for that on the band. Probably. But I still think the black jerseys pretty good um, and I think I like the white one as well so blue because of the newness I'll say and it's like the new start of a new era so we'll go with the blue one oh, that's fair enough How about I, you? I'll probably yeah I'll go black um, I, I've always liked that black one um, I'll go blue second and white last just for the reason that if you wear a white jersey or shirt you always get a stain on it and it's a right pain in the ass to wear <laughs> <laughs> And if you have kids, you can guarantee they're going to spill something on it. Yeah. 100%. So 
Yeah, so that's the that's the details out of the way then of the new jersey. So the only option right now is to pre-order the statement edition jerseys by downloading the official Orlando Magic app. And then if you go to to the more tab game day and team store pickup, you've got a choice of Cole Anthony, Paolo Bancaro, Markel Fultz, Jalen Suggs or Franz Wagner on your jerseys. Orders will be available to pick up from the team store at the Amway Centre after the 15th of December. Uh, there will be made available online at a later date and there will be available on the NBA EU store. And as soon as we get details on that, we'll, uh, we'll let everybody know as well. Um, I was pretty blunt on Twitter yesterday, voicing my displeasure about the availability of the New Jersey's. And I know some of the boys were in our Twitter group as well. The fact that these aren't available for three months and a whole two months after the season starts uh, is, I've got to keep it clean, uh, annoying to say the least. Um, and we're obviously going to be in Orlando for the start of the season and to think that we're going to be there for two weeks, we're going to probably come home and not even be able to get our hands on the jerseys yet is uh, another black mark against Nike's name. For me um do you guys agree absolutely yeah. um and it's not like they you know not known what the design is you know there's people who have seen it before um and obviously reported it um on social media so they've had months and months already um we had this problem with cardiff city when when we were back in the basement in Division One, Division Two, we'd have a football shirt, and it wouldn't get out until October. And there was uproar down in Indian Park at the time. Um, but they've, you know, straightened themselves out, got themselves uh, a kit now that you know is out before the season starts. So I really fail to see how Nike, a company of that stature, struggle to um, get a jersey which are all screen printed. I might add. Uh, especially on the swingman ones, uh, into production and out, you know, to these teams in good time. I, I, incomprehensible. I don't understand it. Very disappointing. I'll just add to that then and uh, say it's completely stupid. <laughs> it, doesn't, <laughs> it, doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense from a marketing standpoint at all because there is interest in the magic right now with what like Franz is doing, Bancaro is here. People have, when you look at neutral accounts where they retweeted the jersey, it was getting love. I know people who are over in the UK who aren't magic fans who are going, that's actually a pretty good jersey that you guys have got. And if you think of that and then think, well, kids might want that jersey, adults might want it. There's eyes on the magic. And by the way, you can't get it till December. So why it, it it doesn't make any sense and then when you throw in the the fact that the city jerseys haven't been unveiled either which okay they haven't but then they're not going to be out so you've got two new jerseys out of your four and you're not going to be able to buy either of them i would wager until december or later and they're missing a trick here because it's not even so you got what nine days before christmas you know, for somebody to go down the shop and, and get the jersey for, you know, anybody who wants one. Yeah. Very, very poor. Mikey? I will, I will say, I, I don't think there's really much blame on the magic at this nope. at this point. I, I, I do think a big problem is Nike themselves. Um, I mean... The fact that we've got, and don't get me wrong, this is a very small splash in the pond with, what, 25 of us... 20, 25 of us flying over for the start of the season. For us, selfishly, I'm gutted that we can't get our, get our hands on this. I mean, mm. something might happen and we might get lucky. I, I, I'm not banking on it at all. But to think that we cut, we're going on holiday, we're there for two weeks, we're there for the start of the season. And still two weeks after the season started, you still won't be able to get the jersey. And considering the start, the, the, the first game of the season against Boston, they're wearing this jersey and you can't even go and buy it in the team store is absurd. But um, yeah, it's annoying. I, I mean, the pre-order thing for us is a waste of time because 
we're not going to be in Orlando in, in December unless somebody wants to pay to take us back over. Um, get that go for me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, um, it is very disappointing and we'll have to wait till either we can get a ship it. And that's the other thing for us over here being overseas. And this is not just us in the UK. I mean, Magic have got fans in France, Germany, Italy Australia. and all, all Australia, all over the place. And uh, to think of the shipping costs and all that sort of stuff that's going to come with, with having to get it over as well. Because um, we, as much as we promote the NBA EU store, they've not been the most reliable either. So um, I'll just leave it at that. But uh, there we go. So that's Magic Jerseys done. Anything, guys, you want to add? Yeah, bring the jersey out at a proper time, like October. <laughs> well, that's, that's, what you, that's what you would expect. Who are you going to get on your jerseys, boys? That is a good question. Paolo, Paolo Franz. I'm going Franz on the blue jersey. And I'm going Paolo on the City jersey because he'll be able to track that back to it being his rookie jersey. Hmm. Oh, good shot. Good you shot. like those little touches of detail, guy? I do. G? G's uh, obviously going to get Mark L. Fultz. Like. Either Mark L. Fultz or Paolo Banquero. Or Franz no, on. No, no. You're getting Mark L. Fultz. I've got Mark L. on a lot of them now. What, what about how, many, how, many, how, how many Fultz jerseys have you got? Well, four or five. So that's six. Ish. <laughs> this would be number six. You'll get, I, and I'm not saying I want him to ever leave. Eventually, because he's not going to stick around forever, whenever Mark Markel might retire, right, and the day he retires, you're going to do one of those videos that Jimmy did from Chicago Bulls UK <laughs> yeah. with all those Lowry Mark when he got traded yeah. away. But uh, well, the, you, Maggie, when, when G does that, though, You've got to edit it and I don't I don't like hello darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But yeah, yeah, we know you're getting Mark L on it, G. You don't need to kid us, mate. And then you can stick the other ones on, on eBay then to pay for it. Yeah, if the shipping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, right. Wow. So moving on to last topic. Franz Wagner and Eurobasket. Um Franz is currently playing for Germany against Spain in the semi-finals of Eurobasket. Uh, earlier on today, France took on Poland and France, uh, I think, won 95 to 54. Mm. My memory serves me right. Um, now, if you haven't watched this game, spoiler alert, there's 33 seconds of the fourth quarter left whilst we're recording this. It's currently 88 to 83 in favour of Spain and France currently has 15 points he's 7 of 12 in the field uh, only 1 from 5 from 3 but uh, yeah as it stands unless a big unless something crazy happens it looks like we're going to have Spain versus France in the final in Berlin but uh, hopefully France can turn it around um, yeah Moving on to the next point. So, yeah. So, last week, obviously, we discussed... I'll edit that bit out. <laughs> last week, we discussed Franz's ankle sprain for Germany's in Germany's win over Montenegro, which happened like 30 minutes before we jumped on the podcast. Uh, but, obviously, he made a quick enough recovery. Um, he featured in the quarterfinal win uh, against Yanis and Greece during the week. Finished with 19 points, 7 or 12 from the field. And finish with five three pointers. Um, I know at this point we've all seen the highlights of France versus Greece, including that step back three over Yanis to ice the game. Um, I've not really been watching it. I'm going to be honest. I've been focusing on other things this summer. Um, but I don't know if you guys have caught anything other than the highlights. But what did you make of France's performance against Greece? Well, for me, I, I watched probably extended highlights, um, some might say. Um, obviously, very impressive with his uh, stat line, uh, 26 minutes, 7 and 12, shooting 5 and 7 from deep. Um, 
interestingly, you know, he wasn't the leading minute getter. It might be to do with, you know, making sure it, he doesn't do any more damage to his leg. Uh, Daniel Tice and Dennis Schroeder uh, got some more minutes. Uh, the thing that stood out for me most impressive was the plus 28 uh, in plus minus figures against, you know, Yanis, who was absolutely killing it. I think he scored about 30 odd points on 13 of 22 shooting. Um, so I do get, I did find there was a lot of ISO ball. I don't know if you've noticed that. All the highlights are all one on one and it's not that much team play. It might just be the highlights that I've watched, but you know you don't see the the, the cutting baskets. It's all you know one on one, like like you saw France pull up on Yanis twice. Um, I watched a couple of Shrewder highlights, and again it was just one on one. So I don't know. I, I probably haven't watched it enough, but just from looking on a, on a few highlights, obviously impressive stat line, um, shooting the ball well. Um, like you said tonight, you probably haven't shot the ball as well from three, but they're, they're not bad figures, are they? Um, so as long as he's healthy, you know, it'd be nice for Germany to win, but it's not. It's not the end of the day, end of the, end of the world if they, if they don't win. I uh, just dro- dropping on the back of that. Really, um, I've watched like highlights and like obviously what you see on Twitter as well. Um, what stood out really to me was the way France, when I saw him shooting threes and like highlights and stuff, so like he was almost like Harden-esque when Harden was in his prime. I got like little flashes of like uh, Houston Harden there, which given how badly we want three-point shooting, and I understand there might be a, a difference between the three-point line with FIBA and the NBA, but still for France to be as fluent as he was, um, in those shots can only be a good thing when it comes to floor space and whether it's long range twos or threes. And it was the confidence with uh, which he was doing it. And then when you're looking at the um, the numbers and stepping back, it, before tonight's game, he was shooting, he'd done 17 out of 33 on three pointers. And then if you looked at the free throw stats, 15 of 16 for the line. So there's that. And then I've seen as well, um, there's a really nasty crossover from France in tonight's game, which the Magic um, account has tweeted. And it just looks as though, optimistically, France has taken another small leap during the uh, the off-season and he's playing against, you know, high-end competition. This this is not like a pro-am league. This is, this, is, this is high-end talent that he's playing against. I guess if you were being critical, you would say Evan Fournier could do this and, you know, we've always had those hopes for Aaron Gordon to take the leap that never came. But it does look encouraging and you want to get on that hype train before the season because when you look at it, you know, the, the prospect of Franz teaming up with Paolo, you're starting to see accounts that are non-magic latching on to what we saw all last season when we were saying that Franz is one of the top three rookies in the league. And we hate to say we told you so, but that wasn't unusual what... Uh, what Franz has been doing if you'd watched Magic games. Yeah. I mean, you got people like, I saw Kevin O'Connor, I think retweeted one of the videos the Sixth Man Show put out in the week as well with highlights of Franz and you got people like him from the ringer that are starting to, like you said, people for, people outside of the Magic are starting to see what Franz is capable of. Um, and, and I do genuinely think, and I don't know if I said this to Paul or G earlier in the week, that, I do feel like there's part of us that are probably still sleeping on Franz a little bit as well. We look at Paolo as the the number one pick and the guy. Maybe Franz is that guy. Maybe Paolo's the guy that's there to to play not not play second fiddle, but do you know what I mean? The, maybe maybe Franz is that number one option. I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be very interesting. Um, yeah, it's currently ninety two to eighty eight with eight seconds to go for Spain. So, uh, yeah, it looks pretty unlikely now for France, but, and, and being a Liverpool fan, and I, and I think this is part of the reason why I've not watched Eurobasket is Liverpool players go away on international duty. And I can guarantee you two or three will come back injured every single time. And that's, I think that's part of the reason I haven't wanted to watch Eurobasket is I don't want to see France get injured. I, I want him, I want him to go into training camp fully healthy and, ready to hit the ground running at the start of the season, um, which hopefully he will be. 
Um, so I think some of it is I don't want to watch. I, 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 like I think we all freaked out a little bit last week watching him go down with the with the ankle sprain. You know, luckily he's recovered from that. But yeah, it's it's scary little moments like that. You just think we don't need this this season. We've we've had two really bad seasons of injuries and having to go through all of that. So it would be nice to put all of that behind us. Isn't it international week coming up in uh, next week in the football? Probably. Oh yeah, there is. Yeah, and Liverpool have already got half a squad yeah. out. No, they haven't. They, they have started getting players back now. But yeah, it's um that's that, that's what happened. Like. I'm not taking the pick out of you guys, but when you when you when you support a team that's that that's a top six team in the Premier League, like that's the reality of it. Like you, most of your players are going away on international duty, and there's always that that risk. Um, We've got one or two mate as well in the Welsh side. Yeah, it's not, well. a, it's not bad for a small club. I mean, Sunderland. Liverpool are big clubs, but I'm not so sure about Cardiff. No, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, For context, though, on the France point as well, hmm. when we've seen these journalists retweeting them, like national journalists and such, whose job is to follow the NBA, let's not forget that there's national there's journalists who are paid to watch the NBA didn't even vote France into the all-rookie first team. Yeah, but he was a Laker, wasn't he? He was a Laker, yeah. He was an idiot. I don't know about being a lick. <laughs> was, it, you know? was it Dave McMenamin, I think, wasn't it? That's the one. That's the yeah. one. Good old Dave. Good old Dave. He should have his, um, his vote um, revoked this year. Didn't Wasn't his vote, though, for one of Austin, the... Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves, Austin yeah. Reeves. The new Taylor yeah. Norton. <laughs> <laughs> but that's... The, the thing is, there was... People who would have said, like, I've seen it where people have done all rookie teams and they just left Wagner out. Yeah. And it's like, this, what you're seeing in this tournament, like when he was up against Yanis, we've already seen that happen to Yanis this season from Franz Wagner. Yeah. So why are people that surprised that he can do that? But, but having, having the spotlight on us with the number one pick, having back Paolo might actually open people's eyes to see what else we actually have. I mean, We've already talked about this before. If I see another article list, Mark L. Foltz is not the starting point guard on this team. <laughs> I'm gonna punch I'm gonna punch my computer. Because it's it's ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? Like, but but they don't watch us. We know that. We know that. Um one final point, which is kind of irrelevant now because I think the Germany game is over, but Germany have only won Eurobasket once uh in nineteen ninety-three when they also hosted that tournament. Um, but I think that game is over. Uh, the, the final for Eurobasket is on Sunday at 7.30 in the UK. I think it's 2.30 in the States for our friends over there. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, we're we're going to be run out of things to talk about. I think we've only got like, what, 12 days, I think, till training camp starts. And we're only a couple of weeks now from, from the start of pre-season, which we're all itching for. Uh, so we're early there. Um, thank you as always for listening and watching. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Orlando Magic UK. For the latest news, visit our website, orlandomagicuk.com. So from Gary, Geraint, and myself, until next week, go magic. <laughs>